0: Don't cost a thing. thing. If you want to name me, and you. i things I about you, though. And even I'm a himman, him Harrison.
1: Won't shut up, even if you were broke.
0: <laughs> Hello, Hi. and welcome.
1: I didn't realize Harrison was recording.
0: I didn't realize we were here. Oh, oh. we're back.
1: Where Hi. are. What? Here we are. we recording?
0: Yeah, we're taming this shrew.
1: Oh. I understand the reference you made because today's show is all about Shakespeare in a way that I didn't look up.
0: And I have n- no way of knowing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because I knew that we would have our wonderful and beautiful and very handsome and kind intern, Michael. Michael. Oh. Ready for me to say, hey, baby snakes. Hey, girl. Um, hey, babies. We're reviewing a film today called 10 Things I Hate About You. I hear it's based on some Shakespeare thing. What Shakespeare thing?
0: Tell us about it. The Dark
1: Knight with Heath Ledger. Oh, oh. That didn't make uh, any twist sense. Twist <laughs> ending. is the <laughs> <is laughs> Heath Ledger in 10 Things I Hate About You?
0: Yes. That what? Is yes, he's like, the main character I, in, that in that 10 I'm Things broken. I Hate About You.
1: Okay. Well, one one I guess maybe what this means is that. I'm on that eBay that eBay right now. I don't know. Oh. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's <laughs> Instead helpful. of having unpaid interns look up my information, I should be researching on my own?
0: I mean. Wow. Is that what I'm uh, learning?
1: That seems like baloney well so anyway Harrison you have more of a background with this film than I do because I had never seen it until literally yesterday so please. which is
0: mind-blowing so yeah I'll give you the rundown
1: uh-huh
0: we like structure in this podcast we as sure everyone do. knows yes so I'll give you the rundown a basic general synopsis of the film and then we'll just dive in how does that sound
1: <laughs> sounds wonderful
0: perfect 10 Things I Hate About You is a raucous comedy from... What year did this come out, Michael?
1: Well, let me tell you. This came out in 1999.
0: Oh, so now you're looking up stuff. The turn of the millennial century. Mm. And what I'll say about this is... 10 Things I Hate About You is a love story about... Young people. A bet (laughs) that takes place Uh between the rich... Unlikable character. Uh huh. And a tough guy that he has to coerce into dating Kat Stratford. Uh huh. Who's kind of just the HBIC of this school, if we're being honest. Uh huh. She doesn't give a fuck. Nope. And she's into girl power and feminism and all of the best bands of the 90s. And she's just ready to not. Take shit from anyone, nope. which is awesome.
1: I do like Bianca. I didn't think I was going to at first because I had never seen this film.
0: You're right. I said Cat. I meant Bianca. Cat is the younger sister. Yes. So, Cat. Okay, so rewind. There's oh, two sorry. sisters. There's Bianca, the Bianca's, older sister.
1: No, Bianca's the younger one.
0: Right. I was right. Damn it.
1: Oh, I fucked up. I'm sorry. This it's because I was too busy. The elevation is too high here. First of all, we're on a mountain in Alaska. Second of all, I was busy doing my own research since our intern
0: is on eBay
1: doing I don't know what. So I'm sorry. I got I got confused, Harrison. You are correct. Bianca's the younger sister and Kat is the older sister.
0: Thank you for the clarification. But I, also, I wouldn't honestly, have known.
1: I didn't think I was going to like either one of them at the beginning of this. Truly.
0: Yes. They're, this is a very unlikable cast. <laughs> um, they're all beautiful uh, So we have Bianca Who is Alex Mack And Oh shit Yep Damn. She's no longer Milton into puddles Now she's <laughs> The most popular girl In the ninth grade Is oh she a sophomore? She's, she's in the a tenth sophomore. grade she's, she's in the tenth grade She's
1: definitely a sophomore
0: She doesn't give get a fuck your, Get your She's facts dating straight. a senior Who Spoiler alert Used to date her sister
1: That was quite shocking Kat, To me When that was revealed
0: Years prior mm-hmm. He's now an underwear model (laughs) and an eyebrow model. I don't even know. He's just a model and a piece of of shit. He's a model piece of shit. Mm -hmm. And he is trying to go out with Bianca, who's a sophomore. Mm -hmm. He's trying to take her to prom. He's trying Mm -hmm. to wine and dine, Mm -hmm. razzle dazzle, all of the above. (laughs) And her sister's like, I don't even (laughs) care about anyone here. This school's terrible. But meanwhile. Until she meets, quote unquote, serial killer. What? Heath Ledger,
1: <laughs> <Whoa>.
0: Patrick Verona, <laughs> who everyone has all of these preconceived notions about. He died. He ate an alligator. He was.
1: Oh, you mean the character. I'm still hung up on Heath Ledger being dead. Oh, and It's, it's, oh, it's been a number of years since he died, Harrison, and I'm still hung up about
0: it. We all are. Yes. We all are. Mm-hmm. Um, Kat Stratford hates Joey, the underwear model. Mm hmm. He's trying to date her sister. Mm -hmm. Her sister doesn't like her. Her dad doesn't like her. No one likes her except her Shakespearean friend because they go to the sweet bar together and dance. (laughs) So long story short, this is an attempt at recreating Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet.
1: Incorrect. I looked it up. It's Taming of the Shrew.
0: No, no, no. I'm just saying it's kind of like the same thing where they were like, we're going to put a modern twist on a Shakespeare story.
1: In that way, yes, I see exactly what you're saying.
0: We're not going to make it a musical, though. But we are going to give it a killer soundtrack. And which
1: true for true.
0: That is a basic plot summary of this movie.
1: That was a very good.
0: Well, actually, I didn't even really touch on what's occurring. Uh,
1: Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in this film. He's as in it. if we can tie right back to Nolan vs. Batman oh. with Robin, the rightful heir. Spoiler.
0: To to the Batman throne.
1: To the Batman throne. And he was thrown off that throne by Ben Affleck, Mm. who's a dick.
0: He was also in Angels in the Outfield. (laughs) Who was in Angels in the Outfield? (laughs) He's the little boy, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I thought you meant Heath Ledger. Oh, no, but that would be amazing they were all in that movie, too. No. Some men just want to
1: watch
0: the world burn. (laughs) (laughs) Some men just want to watch a baseball field burn. Everyone knows Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is that about aliens? Anyway.
1: From speaking of aliens, third rock from the sun.
0: Yes, and Allison Janney, best character in the movie from from Westworld. (laughs) Okay, so
1: that's okay. So let me let me give you my wonderful like old woman first time seeing this teen rom com Mm. film impression. Tell us. So one of the many premises of our podcast is that we both went to film school and now we're in education, and I am a teacher. And let me tell you something about the teachers and the other staff at this school. <laughs> it's baloney. Absolute baloney! The guidance counselor is the first person you see from the school, and she's awful, and she says really mean things about kids, and is writing pornography, oh. and worse yet-
0: Wait, I'm sorry, she's the guidance counselor?
1: Yes! I
0: thought she was the principal. Ms. Perky? Yeah. She's
1: the guidance counselor. What?
0: This is okay, let me just
1: I one hundred percent Mrs. Pr- your. Okay, I'm your sorry. bubble. Please.
0: This guidance counselor yes. is pretty much the same guidance counselor I had in high school.
1: Well that's really sad because shout out to Miss Pringle my high school guidance counselor was legit. I don't remember anything about you, Ms. Pringle, but I remember you it were legit. Pringle.
0: I just remember yeah, that Ms. once Pringle. we popped our meetings, we just couldn't stop our oh, meetings. Oh, shut up, I get the joke now. <laughs> I was about
1: to say, you weren't in the same sub-school as me. I didn't have Ms. Pringle, but I like your name. I had Miss Doritos. Like, yeah, oh my god. Get out of here, Michael. If Ms. Pringle had ever said any of the things, or even a little bit close to the things that Miss Perky says in this fucking film. Her name is Miss Perky? Yes. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Didn't know that. And yeah. I can I can get behind the English teacher who's really sassy and really hates the main girl, cause like I get his feelings, especially when he's like, Oh, has it been hard for you to be a white woman in suburbia? Yes.
0: <laughs> that was a really awesome. But part still,
1: this no one in the school system can talk to students this way. That's and a very
0: valid point.
1: Look at Jessica, look at Just know, there's a scene later in the film where the main girl flashes the gym teacher.
0: Her coach, also.
1: Yeah. No. Wow. She's getting expelled, he's getting fired. That is what would happen if that happened in real
0: life. Well, and he had pot on him because he stole the guy's pot.
1: Oh, yeah, and that was a really weird... And his Cheetos. And the Cheetos, and that was the saddest part. Did he have any Pringles? Did he have any Pringles? Pringles? Michael, the intern, is fired. Hey, Harrison, can I I tell you a true fact that I have about myself? So, since our last podcast, I have gone vegan... Okay. What am I supposed to do about Cheetos?
0: You're gonna have to find an alternative, I think.
1: Tackies are vegan, and that's pretty good. Well, there you go. Okay. Problem well, solved. No, the problem's not solved. So anyway, anyway in
0: fans Seattle, at home,
1: give me your recipes <laughs> for homemade vegan Cheetos. It's so I gonna can be keep sawdust. <laughs> sawdust. You just don't remember what Cheetos are like because it's been too long for you. Oh, Vito's. Where I was a mere what? Vegan Cheetos, Vitos, Vitos. Yep
0: oh wow Michael how Italian of you
1: (laughs) we're making our millions with vetoes I like it Um, so aside from the fact that all of the school staff in this this horrific padula high school is that this one or am I getting it confused with all the other high schools it doesn't matter this fictional Seattle high school all the teachers are terrible people besides that I was very surprised by this film. I was very charmed by it.
0: It is very charming.
1: By the end of it, I bought it. I didn't know where the title came from, necessarily, the 10 things I hate about you. I knew there was some sort of proclamation of love from the Heath Ledger character. And so... I was kind of expecting that and it Oh was my
0: god, I didn't know. I just put it together when what? she si- recites the poem at the end. That's why it's called She lists 10, 10 things. Like, oh yeah. my
1: god. What? I
0: All these years.
1: <laughs> I cracked the code the first time watching. This is like
0: The Da Vinci Code. This is literally how Tom Hanks feels <laughs> in The Da Vinci Code when he figures it out at the end. I've never seen that movie, but I imagine that that's how this is going down.
1: I thought it was going to be a very typical thing where the guy was like I hate you because men are supposed to secretly hate the women they love. You know the trope.
0: Uh, we all know.
1: Yes. And, but I was actually very moved by the poem that, that the main character reads at the end there. She writes a poem that's a recreation of a Shakespeare sonnet about him.
0: And it's very good.
1: Where she lists things she hates about him. But Honestly, it's the
0: highlight of the movie.
1: It is. I mean, I got a little, I got a little weepy. Just a little bit. Just yeah. a touch weepy because it was really nice it was a nice moment i wasn't expecting it from this film and it was a really nice moment i also also like at the end if we're going to talk about things i was surprised by and enjoyed when the younger sister character punches that guy in the face hell yeah three times
0: and -hmm. meanwhile
1: joseph gordon levitt her love her male love interest is on the floor dying Mm -hmm. and she's like no i'm the one who's punching you in the face a whole bunch That was great. I approved of that most ardently.
0: She tamed the shrew. (gasps) The story is flipped on its head.
1: Oh my god, the shrew was that horrible, horrible underwear model.
0: Yes, (laughs) with the broken nose. So, we're in Seattle. It's 1999. It's 1999. We're we're getting into Sarah Lawrence. Our dad Mm -hmm. is telling us we can't go Mm because he's controlling. The little sister doesn't understand what college is yet.
1: making assumptions but if if i may and this is maybe just a a clue to the little sister's character but the whole concept of the father won't let the younger one date unless the older one does what exactly is stopping the younger one this house obviously has a revolving door yeah why doesn't she just date whoever she wants what's her father gonna do absolutely nothing
0: well he's controlling that's the whole thing He she cares too much
1: which, because they keep talking about a mother who has left. you keep I keep thinking the mother's dead. She's not. She left them or something. They're obviously doing just fine without her because they're so rich. They live in this huge, like, Victorian house. In, in Seattle. In Seattle. Inter, Michael, can
0: you look up where this was filmed?
1: The problem no with idea. Sarah Lawrence isn't the prohibitive cost of going across the country to a private school or whatever. It's that the father is afraid of being too far away from her. Um, man, rich people. It's hard for me to feel bad for them. Yeah, Harrison.
0: Truly, it's a story about love.
1: which is which got me. because at first, I'm like, I hate these characters. The one acts woke, but she's just a big, rich bitch like her sister. but they're both they're both cool. I should have given them a, the benefit from the bath from the beginning, but I'm it's horrible well, I
0: think it sets it up that way for you not to really like them. That's I mean, true. it makes Kat seem like she's really mean and no one wants to get along with her. And then Bianca seems like so full of shit. And by the end of it, she like has a pretty quick realization that like she doesn't need to be there to impress other people. Mm-hmm. And she's like, here's a person who actually cares about me. And there's just like a lot of redeeming parts of the movie.
1: The only thing I don't like about the Joseph Gordon-Levitt and younger sister... Relationship because I did think it was cute and I bought it. It's a very slippery slope into the like nice guy best friend.
0: Oh yeah, where totally. Where the nice
1: guy best friend doesn't really know anything about the girl anyway, and their whole relationship is based on a physical infatuation. Yep. That means nothing to either party. But it was not, it was sweet. I think they, they skirted it somehow.
0: Yeah, it was. I feel like by the end of it, it's forgiven, even though it is like extremely problematic. But this whole like manipulative date setup situation.
1: Mm-hmm. It's also weird that you would buy a rich girl a guitar. She can clearly do it on her own. Why didn't she buy it herself?
0: I don't know. Is it implied that they're is extremely like s- wealthy?
1: Seven stories tall. <laughs> it's only two <laughs> stories.
0: Okay, go ahead, it's Michael. It's got
1: a veranda. MovieLocations.com.
0: It seems that the location of this movie is Washington. Uh, well, it's definitely Washington Seattle. Washington State, Seattle, Washington, Seattle. Um, the setting, Pacific Northwest, Washington State. Um, it was north of downtown Tacoma. Oh, it's in Tacoma. OK. I
1: don't know anything about. Southwest, Southwest Seattle. The it's cold up store. there. There's a real music store in Seattle.
0: What was the school, though? Because it looks like a college. It doesn't look like a high school.
1: No, it's a high Oh, you mean the actual location. Uh, it's Stadium High School, mm.
0: 111 Northeast Street, which is just north of
1: Tacoma. So that's an actual high school, because that high school looks like freaking Hogwarts. Man.
0: I mean, when Washington they're on the football field, it's like there's a mountain behind them, and that's the college. It's no, insane. No, I know.
1: I know. And they, there's, at the AMI, end of the film, yeah. that band's on top of it.
0: Letters to Cleo. Why is Letters to Cleo on the top of the. Really? I have never in my entire life. Question of heard the episode. Of
1: the band called Letters to Cleo. And in fact, when there's that scene where clearly the woman is like famous because she comes out at prom and. Kat's I can't like, take oh take another. My God. Heartbreak. And, say, and my friend. And Heath Bledger is I'm like, oh, listen. I had a favor. Who? Those are. That's an actual band? A famous band? Yeah, they're known for their 1994 single, Here in Now. Yep. No, they're not. That's made up. Here and now, what does that sound like?
0: Here and now.
1: Here Harrison, and Harrison now. Is just saying words. No,
0: that's that's no, literally isn't. the song. Yeah.
1: I'm pulling it up.
0: It's they nope. were I think you might be too young.
1: Here I oh, am You're I? Right I am too like a year too younger, too younger too than you, Harrison.
0: You're too young to remember the nineties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's not true. Although <laughs> for the record, I was ten years old when this film came out. Um hold on. It's called Letters to Cleo. I'm looking it up on Spotify. I'll be surprised if they're on here. Oh, they are.
0: Sponsor us, Spotify.
1: Oh, that song, I Want You to Want Me, is their song? Is that not a cover? That is a cover.
0: No, that's definitely a cover.
1: And then Cruel to Be Kind. Okay, here comes here and now.
0: I don't think we can put this song on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I I won't play it anymore.
1: All right, well, listen, I heard a couple seconds of your song letters to Cleo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we'll get back to you about it. Yeah. All right, let's talk and about... how
1: I feel about it is entirely dependent on let's if you're sponsoring us. Let's Stop, the what did you throw at me? It's just glitter. Let's a talk about the A small piece of paper. Yes?
0: How do you feel about that? How do you feel about that?
1: How do I feel about what? You throwing the stuff bet. at me? The what? The bet. Oh, the bet. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, Harrison. I mean... It's not a good start to a relationship, Harrison.
0: Well, it's clearly. a
1: dishonest beginning, Harrison. And he shouldn't have taken the money, Harrison. Although he seems to be a second-year senior, isn't that the implication here? I
0: don't really understand how old he's supposed to be. Because
1: he's drinking and smoking at a bar in one scene.
0: Oh, he's but I think that's just because he's passing for twenty-one.
1: Okay, but then, in a, and then at the end. There's apparently some mystery about this year, the previous year that he was missing for the entirety of it. And at the end he goes, oh, I was taking care of my uncle in Milwaukee or whatever. and
0: Was it his uncle?
1: I had some such thing. And, but the point here being that it sounds like he drops out of school and then goes back to school. So he's like a second year senior. Like I think he's 19. Which brings me right around town into the theme of this episode and the next episode.
0: We don't know what the next episode is yet. Oh, though.
1: we don't? Then I can't even talk about the theme yet. Right. You
0: can talk about the theme.
1: I'll, t- I'll save the theme.
0: Bring it up.
1: The theme is statutory rape. Wow. There it is. There it is. Deny me. Actually, you probably can with this one because she's probably 18. She's going to college.
0: I have no idea how old she is. These are problems,
1: be. people. You shouldn't date outside your age. <laughs> <laughs> even by a month. Even by a day.
0: How old is it, it implied Michael that he is? Michael and I were born on the same minute. I don't think he's supposed to be 21. I don't think he's supposed to be 21. Is that what you're suggesting? No, I'm
1: suggesting he's 19 and she's 17.
0: Oh, you think he's 19?
1: I, d- I just explained my whole theory about why he's 19. But who, be pleasure? Yeah. But
0: were you 18 when you were a senior in high school?
1: I was at the very end of it, 18. And I suppose this is the very end of her high school. So, maybe this is all fine, and I'm just, I'm just looking for problems, Harrison. Here's another question How old is Joseph Gordon Levitt's character? Nine.
0: Oh, like <laughs> 16?
1: <laughs> like, is he a sophomore?
0: Yeah, they're but both how sophomores. how
1: is he going to the prom when it's heavily implied that it has, you have to be a junior or a senior and invite a sophomore if a sophomore is going to come?
0: Oh, maybe he's a junior.
1: They never say because no one thought about it, Harrison. Who wrote this film? Shakespeare.
0: <laughs> I mean, I blame Shakespeare for all of this. To be I completely blame Shakespeare
1: honest. for this whole situation.
0: I blame Shakespeare for Bogey Lowenstein, who is apparently the golf freak of the episode. <laughs> is there just like a golf thing in
1: there's like Seattle? A, I there's don't, a set of the. This is, these are the people Northwest? who later. They're having a very hoity toity business party. And, and he's like, don't touch anything it. in
0: my house. Yes. Also, why are they just allowed to smoke cigarettes everywhere?
1: Because he's probably 19.
0: I was 18 in high school and I was not allowed to smoke cigarettes on campus.
1: Well, apparently in Seattle, Washington, you can do whatever you want.
0: Well, that's just because all he listens to is grunge and rain.
1: (laughs) It never rains in this film. It's always a beautiful day in this film. This is giving us, you know, lies about Seattle. (laughs) I've been to Seattle. Now, granted, I was like seven. But I remember it. Did it rain back then? Miserable.
0: Global warming has changed everything.
1: <laughs> it didn't rain back then. It's only been raining recently. I mean, due to climate change. So, overall, I think I would have enjoyed this movie more had I seen it at the appropriate age when I was in middle school.
0: Is that the age that you should see this movie? Well, <laughs>
1: when I was seven.
0: I think this is like a high school age movie right. when you can relate to these characters more. I don't know. Okay, They've,
1: I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense.
0: Because sure. I think Patrick Verona is painted to be like the badass, like cool guy.
1: He's so cool.
0: He's so cool with his hair. He
1: smokes cigarettes and he's got a, a middle part right he, down the middle there.
0: Real thin.
1: So thin. <laughs> Such big eyebrows.
0: Wears really airy shirts.
1: Oh my God! There's so much ribbon there for muscles. <laughs> <laughs> his hair always looks wet. How does he do that, Harrison? It's gel. Oh my God.
0: Um. <laughs> He so
1: Ledger! One, <laughs> got too soon! R.I.P. <laughs> um,
0: the quirkiest parts of this movie, my favorite part of this movie. Uh, What's your favorite part of this movie? My favorite part is when he sings and runs around and slaps the security guards. That
1: was pretty funny.
0: Um, my least favorite part of this movie is how he... Like, pretty effortless, effortlessly convinces her... Via buying her a guitar, that everything is fine, even though he lied to her. Although, and that does
1: set up a pretty funny joke where she's like, You can't buy me a guitar every time we fight. And he's like, Well, don't worry. I, I could get you a bass and a drum set and a. But a bomb And how
0: quaint that is, but also really manipulative. <laughs> no, oh, I know.
1: I, I understand that. Which like,
0: is why. I... The resolution to the film is like kind of just glossed over and totally like, oh, it's fine. You can be manipulative as long as, like, you tell me the truth in the end and then you're forgiven of your sins by buying me something. Like, I don't know. It Listen, just that's how
1: Michael got me. Wow. Yeah, this is true. We went through every instrument. We got to the triangle. What instrument did you buy we first? Got we got to the triangle. Oh, we got to the triangle. I bought a xylophone. The first thing what kind of band bought is was this? a xylophone because we got into a huge fight. And then I bought Maraca's about how he was paid to go out with me at first. Uh, cello, and I said, cello. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: we got
1: okay. so many fights. So many fights. Oh, my God. We have no instruments left, so we have to be <laughs> on our best behavior for the rest of our lives together. Um. So anyway, my favorite part of this whole film is when the English teacher says, oh, it must be really hard for you <laughs> to be a white, rich woman <laughs> in the suburbs. That was the best part.
0: That was a really good part.
1: Oh my God! And the my least favorite part. That's a really good question. What is my least favorite part of this film? Um.
0: The creepy like buying of affection. Like the main plot point is pretty. No,
1: I know that should be my my least favorite part, but I feel like there's something here that I'm missing. I really don't. I really don't like that guidance counselor. <laughs> I think she's supposed to be funny, and I get that. But I really don't like her. There's a point where, like, Heath Ledger is first introduced and he makes some sort of joke about how he he flashed the lunch lady, which is a problem. And then he's like, don't even worry, it was a bratwurst. And the guidance counselor's like, okay. And then she goes back to the porn she's writing. She says that's a bit
0: ambitious, don't you think? Yeah, oh my god.
1: So my least favorite part is the weird sexual tension between students and teachers in this fucking film. Which I hate.
0: (laughs) That is heavily implied. It leans pretty heavily on that the entire time. I
1: feel like a senior in high school wrote this film. Thoughts?
0: Yeah, easily. I mean, they also look like they could have been in charge of hiring the model because he's the most unsexy, supposed to be sexy model that I've ever seen. (laughs) He's not
1: really that good looking of a dude. I mean, And he
0: doesn't dress well. Like, he just looks not the part. Yeah. But let's talk about Jason Alexander.
1: That's not Jason Alexander.
0: It may as well be.
1: (laughs) That's some other old chubby white guy.
0: He is the best part of this movie.
1: Michael, who's this guy? He's not Jason Alexander. (laughs) Oh, I said he may as well be. Snopes.com. The guy in 10 Things I Hate About You is not Jason Alexander. Confirmed.
0: Julia Stiles did a really good job in this movie.
1: Oh my god, I had forgotten, but when I was a kid... For some reason, 10 Things I Hate About You was nowhere on my radar. But I was obsessed with Save the Last Dance.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yes. I kept thinking about that watching this film. I kept being like, oh, why does she look like a person that I grew up with? Julia Stiles. And the answer is Save the Last Dance.
0: Which was after this.
1: I assume. What a good 2001. film. 2001. That's two we should watch that film. She's in all the Bourne movies. She's, all, she's in all the Bourne movies? Yeah.
0: Well, her career really went downhill after this.
1: Well, yeah, listen. Well, no, it went... She was twice. also
0: in Glass House.
1: It went up for Save the Last Dance. No, she wasn't.
0: That was... Who was that? Who was in Glass House?
1: Is Julia Stiles still, like, acting? Is she still a person? She
0: um, was just in the most recent Bourne movie in 2005.
1: I didn't realize they were still making Bourne films. Yes, it was called Jason Bourne, named after the character. It was called Jason Bourne. Okay. Got it, got it. And got it got was got 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 probably
0: got it. as boring as the rest of them. <laughs> anyway. She Oh
1: my gosh, she was the girl in, in Ghost Rider. Oh my god. She's
0: the Omen remake. Y'all are learning so much about Julia Stiles. I'm learning a lot. Oh, really? I mean, oh, what an incredible actor Heath Ledger was. She's Can we just talk about love. that?
1: What do you it's mean also in the movie, based video? on Shakespeare, right? Based on Othello. What? Oh, yeah. There's a movie Othello. just called O? Josh Hartnett. Ma- oh, I see The it. cinematography in this movie made is made really terrible. She was she in Silver did. Linings Playbook, too, which was, she was. a film. Listen. All
0: right, enough about <laughs> Julia Stiles. Keith Ledger went on to do Dark Knight. I recently watched Dark Knight right after watching 10 Things I Hate About You. Wow. It's pretty fucked up. <laughs> Oh here is that nothing uh, contradicts that this could be the back to the Joker. The Joker. He's the building explosive oh, right wow. now.
1: Wait, Michael, this is real deep stuff. I think you need to get closer to a microphone for Where, this. Where's the
0: microphone? <laughs> it's, on, it's attached to me. Oh.
1: Get closer well, I'm to I'm Harrison, right dear. To lean in, lean no, in. No,
0: I mean, nothing in the Dark Knight hints at the fact that this could not have been his high school career. I mean, we know he went to high school. We can assume...
1: So, this, is, uh, this could be the Joker's backstory.
0: Maybe he's making the razor blades right now that are placed <laughs> inside sh- of his mouth to I believe his Glasgow smile. I believe wholeheartedly
1: that this cat character is um, uh, actually Harley Quinn. I said,
0: Oh, you know, that's you know. not the Nolan universe, and we don't talk about not the Nolan universe. <laughs> oh, unless it's the
1: that's not true. We Tim were li- Burton. We've been talking about Tim Burton Batman literally all day today. <laughs> uh, that's the so, exception to the rule because we all love Batman
0: Returns. Six out of six. 100 out of. Six. <laughs> um, I don't know all I know is that maybe this movie happened and then this character went
1: back in time into A night's Tale and then went on fishing <laughs> oh, I'm a sorry night's what tale. Yes. oh yeah memories and then he went fishing with Jake Gyllenhaal and then became the Joker he never really went and fishing, by fishing with fishing, Jake Gyllenhaal I was about to say someone didn't watch Brokeback Mountain he really went fishing and then Gotham City and all I'm saying is it
0: could be the same you know character each time just like Joseph Grove Played baseball with some angels. Went to high school here, and then and then was the an alien
1: who came back. Who okay, goes. but
0: what about Alex Mack?
1: True. Yo. Okay. So <laughs> there's a question about where the heck is that girl? She was Capri Sun for a minute, <laughs> like, and then <laughs> hold on. Let me Google I don't know her. her yeah. I'm gonna look up Alex. She was in the Babysitters Club. Mac. Oh. I remember that. Okay. What's
0: her real name? her mm.
1: name is Larissa Nvolan. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mm-hmm. How do you spell, oh, spell that? Oh, she's it. the same height as me. That's something I learned. Wow. Yeah. This
0: episode has oh, gone off God the Larissa Alex Mack rails.
1: Olenek. She was in Hawaii Five-0. She was in a whole bunch of stuff that's made up. <laughs> 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 like this strange looking film, stolen from the whom. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Anyway, the <laughs> cool thing about this movie that I really did like, though, is it really does feature a lot of Seattle. That's pretty chill. Like this weird troll bridge thing. That's cool. That's a real Seattle thing. Uh, the paintball may not be real, but I wish it was. That's oh, the coolest kind of paintball scene.
1: where they throw it. Like, there's no paintball gun. It's just it's like paintball water balloons. Paintball balloons. That's awesome. I, wanna I want to play that
0: inside of this apartment in Alaska right now and not have to clean it up
1: we wouldn't have to because this isn't an apartment made of snow as all <laughs> apartments are in alaska oh right <laughs> so we could just put more snow on top of the paint guys check this out so this actress who played alex mac yes is also in third rock uh from the sun oh With you know now that you say that what that I rings got? a few bells yeah
0: i could not care any less
1: oh <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Let's talk about the black underwear.
1: Oh yeah, that was weird. Because let me tell you something. Obviously, a man wrote this film. Because let me tell every man out there, including the two men in this room and all the other men in Alaska, and in the rest. There's a lot of them. Women have black underwear because sometimes we're not sure when our period is coming, or sometimes we bleed through our tampons, or sometimes blood. That's why we have black underwear.
0: Or also maybe just people like the color black.
1: No, but I'm, t- I'm I'm telling you, it is a constant struggle in my life. Where right? I go underwear shopping, you want black underwear. Because everything you own is gonna get bloodstained. So it might as well be black. Question. Prove me wrong, anyone. Question. What does it mean in this movie? In this yeah. movie, it means that someone wants to have sex because you oh, only know. own black underwear if you're interested in someone seeing you in your black underwear. Ah. Hollywood fucking ridiculous. with expectations. <laughs> of
0: adolescence from the beginning
1: Anyone listening to this podcast right now who's thinking, "Oh my god, how embarrassing. I have black underwear." Cuz by the way, we're not talking about lingerie. We're talking about underwear. I have black underwear and it's just when I want to get downtown. Because we got, don't don't tell me in the comments because you should be ashamed of yourself. I don't want to get
0: this. I want to get downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Downtown Tacoma, uh. Washington, where this movie took place. All Literally all of my underwear is black.
1: Wow. Oh, Harrison.
0: What does that mean about me, Bianca Stratford? Tell me. It means Slash wanna, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It means
1: you want to go downtown. 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 <laughs> downtown. Wow. So... Wait,
0: I want to just backtrack how, really quickly. Yes, please <laughs> do. the
1: record, when I, when I say women... I mean people who have periods. I just wanted to point that out. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. People who have noting.
1: periods, you know why you have black underwear. It's because of blood. It's okay. <laughs> you know why you have also black Yes. What? People
0: who are incontinent.
1: People who are incontinent, sure. People who just leak blood also in general mm-hmm. possibly, they're out there. Or? Yes. People who want to go People down,
0: down. <laughs> Who just like <laughs> black underwear? No, Harrison! I'm gonna they're point out that out all oh. of the all of the goths listening <laughs> to our episode right now.
1: And the goths are like, yeah, it's so that blood won't show up. Guys, I'm, I think I'm wearing black underwear right now. No,
0: you're not. I am.
1: Are you? Yeah, look at this. Oh my god, I'm
0: wearing orange underwear. Oh, you fools. How did this happen? Oh,
1: I'm wearing black and white striped Beetlejuice. Officially licensed Wow. Well,
0: you have all underwear. learned so much about us today, and yeah. we really thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, what we've decided is 10 Things I Hate About You <laughs> is a reference to the poem that Kat reads at the end, which I had no fucking. I just. I'm so mad at myself that I just made that connection. Um. <laughs> You have it here. Ten things
1: I hate about you, Harrison, is that number one you don't think about the titles of films. Number two, you lie to yourself about why you have black underwear. It's orange. Oh right. (laughs) The third thing I hate about you is that you don't know what color underwear you have on. (laughs) The fourth thing I hate about you is everyone saw me finish my beer and no one got me another one.
0: (laughs) We don't drink beer. What are you talking about? We're in Alaska.
1: In Alaska, <laughs> uh, what? We don't import beer. We don't We make, import. Moon, we make moonshine. And there's no. Oh.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> we can't
1: make beer up here. We're and we keep it nice and frosty outside,
0: outside on our back porch.
1: Our moonshine.
0: That's my Alaska accent. The
1: number five through ten things I hate about you <laughs> remaining are your Alaskan accents. Thank you. Uh, yeah.
0: um, letters to Cleo. Let's all give them a shout out. Go well, listen I to, letters. Can't Go listen to letters to Cleo. We can't even play Go listen to Letters to Cleo. We can play it here now.
1: Here, I can sing it. Here it comes. I want you,
0: want me. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, also, side note, Patrick here. says that he can't be seen at Club Skunk, and then he knows the bartender at Club Skunk, and he says, what brings you here? How Listen, would he know the bartender at Club Skunk Also, if he had never been I to Club this, Skunk?
1: Look at this club that's all women with long city. blonde hair. Wow. Where did they all come from? Seattle.
0: Yeah, they drove down from Seattle to come to Tacoma to go to this.
1: I'm sorry, is Tacoma a separate place?
0: Yeah, Tacoma is like on this the other side. This is
1: confusing to me because there's a neighborhood in Washington, comma, District of Columbia called Tacoma too. Is that a coincidence?
0: Yeah, it's based on Seattle cuz no, Seattle it isn't. rules.
1: Seattle came after DC. Is I she think.
0: wearing a ball chain necklace? I'm sorry.
1: Oh, she totally is, which I noticed and was like, yes, because I was definitely wearing those at the same time this film was coming out, and I was unaware.
0: And also li- listening to letters, of Cle- letters to Cleo.
1: And wearing checkerboard van um, slip-ons, which are cool again. Who wore
0: those in this movie?
1: Oh, no, it's just that just goes with my ball necklace.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, I was just trying to, I was like, Julia Stiles did not have I'm sure
1: on. if you could see the, the lady's feet in this film... They would all be wearing checkerboard Vans slip-ons.
0: This is pre avril so I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm
1: offended that that's why you think I wore those. I wore those because <laughs> of uh, Dominic Monaghan's character in Lost.
0: I don't identify with that at all. I've never... I can't. Anyway. Um, <laughs> that show's just a big ball of Christian. No thanks. Well, anyway.
1: Well, it did turn out to be that way, but none of us knew him Anyway
0: uh let's talk about how we would rate this movie mm-hmm. on a scale of
1: stupid stupid one six. <laughs> to six stupid one to six six
0: things I hate about you <laughs> how would you rate this from best to worst
1: every day of my life I wish we did half scores I'm just gonna go ahead and say my piece are you ready
0: I'm, I think so
1: four out of six okay yeah I do went do you into care to elaborate well, sure. It's a it's a charming film. I think I would. There would be a nostalgia factor if I had seen this when I was younger. That would probably have boosted my score a bit. But watching this as a sad, tired old adult, it's harder to forgive. You know, issues. And it's um. You know, it's a lark. It's it's a fun film. I don't know that I'd watch it again. The end.
0: Wow. Yeah. That was a well-rounded description. I'm
1: a well-rounded person.
0: That's true. I'm also going to give it 4 out of 6. Um because I don't really care to explain why. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: Cuz you're a copycat.
0: I'm a copycat first of all. I think it's funny, it's quirky. It's got its things that I would change. I think it's I think the bet, the whole premise really is Based on Shakespeare, so I get it. It's like.
1: Oops, sorry.
0: Whatever. Let's just do it again, you know? But. <laughs>
1: <laughs> let's keep talking about Shakespeare! Yeah, let's keep doing it. Who I'm pretty sure was like doing it. 10 different guys. Isn't that what we think now?
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, but I like all the actors in the movie a lot. Uh huh. Um, I think that the comedic timing is really well done. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The cinematography sucks, so that gets a point taken away from it. But. Well, then, you know. I just think it's, it's like a high a,
1: school rom com. What do you expect? Yeah,
0: it's like a raucous. They spent
1: all of their money getting that freaking band on top of their how, freaking
0: school. How? I don't That's not. my only question. Letters to Cleo. How did you get on top of the building? And why is there a chain link gate to keep you from falling? Did you notice that at the end when the, when the helicopter shot? No. Y'all need to go back and watch this movie, okay? There's a helicopter shot. Why does the movie end with a band on the roof performing?
1: Okay, Google, what's the deal with the end of 10 Things I Hate About You in that thing?
0: Don't say Google. We're going to get sued.
1: Okay, f- bleep it out. You said it too. Uh, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first. Four out of six, 10 Things I Hate About You. Next time on the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Something that's basically the same film.
0: Yeah, we'll see what happens.
1: (laughs) Stay tuned. (laughs) Bye. I hope it saved the last dance. No.